welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today is a special day. We're launching our 20th season of Living the Miracle on the Voice America Internet Talk Radio Network. And we are delighted you can join us for our show on this cool, cloudy autumn day here in Roseville, California, wherever in the world you may be. It's quite something that this is our 246th episode we're broadcasting this morning. It's definitely, at least for us, a cause for celebration. Woohoo! <laughs> Four more episodes, it'll be 250. I think that's a landmark. As most of you know, we pick a new theme for each season of 13 episodes that we bring to you. Our overall theme for this season is Your Psychic Abilities, How God Answers Your Prayers. Today in the world, there may be a great deal of uncertainty about, well, pretty much everything. It seems that a few people, it seems that few people can agree about what's happening politically, economically, environmentally, or anything else, much less agree about what's going to happen and what we can do about it. It may seem that things are so unstable at this time that some kind of giant sinkhole might open up beneath our feet and we're all going to get swallowed up into it. It's during times like these that many may seek out answers from an authority higher up than the so-called experts and leaders that may appear to be running around in the same circles getting nowhere. That's why we decided to devote our new season of Living the Miracle to the overall topic of how God answers your prayers and what essential role your psychic abilities play in that process. To get the ball rolling today, we are exploring how truth, prayer, and your psychic abilities are all related, since many people may not know that or have ever really considered that. As challenging as it may have been in the world with all the uncertainty and the seemingly increasing numbers of destructive events happening everywhere, there is not only hope, but definitely a big, bright light at the end of this tunnel. And the tunnel we're talking about isn't the tunnel that many people who have had near-death experiences often report that they went through when they died. You don't have to wait to die before you get to this particular light. Because that light is always and forever within you and each one of us. There is lots of hope. So much of what we're all experiencing happening in the world currently is the outward symptom of a powerful and massive inner healing and transformation. On a personal level of healing, during certain stages of that healing, you might experience a great deal of discomfort or even outright pain and conditions of illness before you come out on the other side of all that turmoil, reborn into a new, healthier, happier you. 
That's why one common symbol of great transformation in many cultures has been that of seemingly plain, pudgy little caterpillars emerging out of their chrysalis as the beautiful and majestic butterfly. We we may not be witness to what exactly happens within that chrysalis in which the caterpillar transforms into the butterfly, but apparently it's not so pretty. And that's what's happening underneath it all with the world right now. It may look and feel like the caterpillar is turning into mush for a while, and everything looks like it's falling apart, but it's a necessary part of all of us healing ourselves into a beautiful butterfly. It's just an often difficult phase of discovering our true freedom and ability to fly. Nevertheless, it'll definitely be worth the bit of a bumpy ride for a short time that it is. You've all most likely have heard the adage, the truth shall set you free. Well, it really does. That is why you need to seek the truth in everything you experience if you wish to be free. But aren't you free already? Well, that's just it. In truth, you are already free. And not only that, you've always been free and will be free forever. The little, or actually quite big, wrinkle in all that, however, is that you might not be fully aware that you are truly free. And the only thing that makes you unaware of your true freedom as spirit is you assuming or believing in some kind of lie or untruth as truth and reality. If you do, you have to seek the truth beyond the mere appearance or experience of things for you to reclaim your ultimate eternal freedom. That process of unveiling for yourself your true free nature as spirit is what has long been called the path to enlightenment. This current major global transformation that we are all not only witnessing but also undergoing is the outward manifestation of our collective process of awakening and enlightenment. We are each being called to shed our ancient and outdated protective armor and emerge out of the confines of our chrysalis to live our true freedom and joy. This also means that we must gain the courage to break through our childhood fears of the dark, monsters, rejection, and loss, to grow into our spiritual maturity and fulfillment of purpose. So don't let the outer appearance of things in your life or in the world at large scare you into believing that you are seeing the future of doom and gloom. That's what the media likes to make you think. If you see anything falling apart on a large scale, witness it as the demolition of old condemned buildings to make space for new, more beneficial structures to be built to support a healthier, more loving, and joyful way of life on this planet. Today, you no longer necessarily have to become a monk or a nun or or a hermit and exclude yourself from the worldly life and devote yourself to your spiritual path of awakening. If you're interested in your spiritual life, you have already lived lives in spiritual retreat in prior incarnations. This time, it is for many of you to live more of your spiritual life and awareness right in the middle of your worldly life with jobs, families, hobbies, and all that goes 
with living in the world. Remember, your spiritual life is not separate from you living your worldly life because you are spirit. And no matter what you do, where you go, or with whom you are relating, you are living your life as spirit. You are living your spiritual life not only on Sundays or when you go to temple or church or any other place of worship. You are living it every single moment. So if you forget that and end up believing that you are living your spiritual life only when you are praying or meditating or reading some kind of scriptures, you have ceased seeking the truth in your life experience and have partially blinded yourself from your true freedom. Then you need to reopen your eyes and look to the truth. Since truth is within your beingness already, that means you have to reopen your third eye and your clairvoyance to see the truth. Opening your third eye means you need to turn turn, turn your awareness inward towards spirit and your soul essence. That means developing not only your clairvoyant ability, but to develop all your psychic abilities. And as most of you know, your psychic abilities are those abilities that have innately within you as an eternal soul. Many of you may be surprised to hear that developing your psychic abilities is essentially the same as you learning to pray. After all, in some religious beliefs, Isn't even the mention of psychic abilities considered something like consorting with the devil himself? Yikes. Well, you know, Halloween is over, right? (laughs) Is it? (laughs) How How can developing your psychic abilities be the same as learning to pray, if that's the case? It's unfortunate that the very thing that is essential for us to make our way back to God and commune with our Creator has been often denounced as sacrilege, heresy, or worse. This sort of misunderstanding and erroneous information can spread like wildfire in a culture of fear. Afraid, people seeking assurance may tighten their mental and emotional grip on the illusory comfort offered by the strict adherence to dogma rather than seek their own experience and certainty of what is true. Now, more than ever, during these uncertain and often turbulent times in the world, we each need to seek the direct experience of truth for ourselves to gain the certainty we need to live our spiritual life. No matter how the world may appear at any given time, in the light of truth, we recover our awareness of who we are and our God-given freedom. When you live in the certainty of your freedom, you will truly know your joy. How exactly is developing your psychic abilities even similar to learning to pray? Well, first of all, praying in some form is communicating with God, isn't it? Too often, People may equate praying with asking God for something. Granted, many people may pray to God for the purpose of asking for something. Whether you pray for comfort and safety, health and happiness, great wealth, success, love, or enlightenment, you are praying as a request for something, aren't you? 
whether you pray for yourself, a loved one, everyone, or the whole world, you're still seeking for something. You're asking for something. Even if that is your only purpose for praying, you still would need to communicate with God, right? So prayer is more essentially communication with God. It's important to remember that as with all communication, prayer isn't one-sided. Just as you might not consider the totally one-sided ranting of a person who talks to you in a way that offers you no room to respond or even put in a word or two edgewise as real communication. If you're merely asking God for something, however noble that request might be, you couldn't consider that to be a real two-way communication, could you? That wouldn't be praying. Of course, even if you are praying to God strictly to get something from God, <laughs> if you hope to get whatever you're asking for, you need to listen and watch. You would need to be receptive to God's response, wouldn't you? Right? I mean, that otherwise you wouldn't get what you are asking God to give you. Yet praying as communicating to God is far more than a one-sided entreaty. Instead, prayer is a profound and complete communication between you and God. Since God is eternal or beyond the confines of time and space, communicating with God requires you to go beyond time and space. Thus, you only communicate to God in spirit. That also means that you have to communicate as spirit yourself. And to do so, you would need to turn your awareness inward to your inner beingness or spirit. That, in turn, forms the very basis of developing your psychic abilities. You need to develop your psychic abilities in order to discover that eternal truth within you as spirit. And to be able to pray and communicate with God or experience any aspect of the undivided and eternal as a soul incarnated in this divided world of time and space. In a sense, prayer offers you the direct hotline to God. And your psychic abilities give you the means to pray. Since God and truth are both undivided, the way of communicating that we call praying is necessary to access both. In fact, prayer is what reconnects us to all that which is eternally undivided, whether we think of that as God, eternal truth, unconditional love, or ultimate freedom. Now, let's explore how the developing of your psychic abilities is necessary for you to be able to access truth or pray to God. We know that all your psychic abilities are to be found within your soul since what we call your psychic abilities are your soul abilities. What then are your psychic abilities? We've talked about many of them over the years in our various shows, all of what may be referred to as your intuitive abilities are certainly some of your psychic abilities. Then you have the abilities of clairvoyance, clairaudience, telepathy, 
intuitive knowingness, inner voice, clairsentience, telekinesis, teleportation, levitation, materialization, and healing. Amongst many. Amongst many more. (laughs) You may be surprised to discover that even your ability to survive is one of your psychic abilities. After all, you can't be alive here in the world if you were not psychic or a soul incarnate. So all of these psychic abilities are innate to you as a soul are needed for you to be here in the world in a body and communicate. Whether you're communicating with your inner beingness, with each other, with an object, or with God. The main part of developing your psychic abilities is being aware of yourself as spirit and the soul abilities that you already have. This is something most people fail to understand. You are already clairvoyant and clairaudient and clairsentient. What makes it seem like you aren't is only that you aren't consciously aware that you are. (laughs) For example, you're seeing clairvoyantly all of the time. Yet the large majority of people don't realize that since they're not aware of what they are seeing clairvoyantly. They may not even be aware that they are looking clairvoyantly with their inner vision all of the time. Whenever you're worried about something, for instance, You are literally staring at that which you are worried about within your own mind. What you're staring at clairvoyantly within your mind is the image of that which you're concerned about. When you're not aware that you're constantly doing this, you begin to stockpile so many images that you're looking at in your mind that what you see clairvoyantly turns to blackness or darkness. It's quite like how the old-fashioned slide projector worked. The light in the projector would flow through one slide, and when focused on the screen, you would see that image in the slide projected, expanded on the screen. Yet if you superimpose two or more slides before projecting them on the screen, less and less light would flow through the overlapping slides containing different images, right? So two superimposed images may appear on the screen as a double exposure in which you would see a very blurred overlap of parts of each image on the screen. Once there are more than two or three slides overlapping, not enough light flows through all of the different images in the projector that the image on the screen turns darker and darker. When this happens, clairvoyantly in your mind, all that registers in your conscious awareness on that level of your psychic ability is darkness, and you may misinterpret that as not seeing anything clairvoyantly. Well, already we are just about at our first break, so we wanted to um, give a few announcements. We always do this before the break about events we're giving. So we are inviting you to join us for your hello, sets your course, energy work for creating purposeful communication. This is our next teleclass in our ongoing series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think happening this Saturday, November 5th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. And, of course, we're giving this class live. And if you cannot attend live, you can always purchase it to listen to the download recording later. Check our website or call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant, Debbie, at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. 
Learn to do psychic energy work to help you say hello to set your course for where you'd like to go. We'll be right back to continue with Truth, Prayers, and Your Psychic Abilities. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. Our topic of exploration today has been truth prayer, and your psychic abilities. You may not have realized the essential role that your psychic abilities play in your ability to pray and discover the truth. So let's continue. Well, before the break, I was giving the example of uh, uh, old-fashioned projector, slide projector. (laughs) Many of you (laughs) may not even know what that is. (laughs) I think they still use them in some schools. Yeah, once, yeah. Some backwater school might use the slide projectors, but I grew up with those, you know, and and it's very, very similar in terms of of why so many people don't think that they are clairvoyant, for example, or any any psychic level of ability. It's it's all working. You're you're using it all the time. But most people consider psychic abilities to be something separate from who they are, and they don't realize that, hey, psychic means soul or soul essence, and, and therefore psychic abilities is just abilities that are inherent within each of us as souls, as spiritual beings. So the starting point in developing any of your psychic abilities is to realize and have certainty in your yourself and that you not only have that ability already, but that you're also unknowingly using it. 
why that is important is that when you don't realize that you're using your ability unknowingly, you generally might assume that you don't have the ability yet or that you aren't using it yet. Then if you're interested in, you know, uh, having psychic abilities or using psychic abilities, and, and but you're assuming that you don't have it yet, you would assume that your ability to use it is in the future. Since you, you, you would like to use it, you're looking at, oh, you know, I wish I could be clairvoyant and, and see like some of these clairvoyants. And, and um, uh, so if I work hard enough and practice and train and learn how to do it and everything, then I, in the future sometime, uh, I'll be able to see like they do. Well, after you become psychic or at least learn how to use it, you know, then that's what you're thinking. Then I'll be psychic. But if you do that, you would be separating your ability away from you and putting it into a future, which really doesn't exist. If you do that, you make your ability inaccessible to you. Even though the ability is inside of you, in your mind, you're projecting it into the future saying, yeah, I wish I could be clairvoyant. And, and one of these days when I learn how to be clairvoyant, uh, I could be that, but that's in the future. Then you take it out of within yourself and you're looking into this, this unknown, unreal mm -hmm. future uh, and putting your ability out there and you're trying to catch up to it. It's not going to happen. When you have certainty that you already have the ability and you're using it, which is the reality of it, but just not aware of how you're using it, then you begin your development of that ability by looking within yourself to discover how you are already using it. So, gee, I don't think I'm clairvoyant, but, okay, let's decide. I am clairvoyant and I am already using this ability. I just don't know how I'm doing that or what it looks like or what the experience is or anything. So I'm clueless on that level, but I could learn that part. Ah, but I already have the ability and I've, I'm already using it. I just don't know what that looks like. <clears throat> so using clairvoyance as an example, again, if you know that you are already seeing clairvoyantly, all you would need to learn to do is to start to practice recognizing what you are looking at with your inner vision and what it looks like to you when you study it. Then when you see all blackness or darkness or something equally uninteresting, <laughs> you won't dismiss it as you're not seeing anything at all. You'll still be able to validate that you are indeed seeing clairvoyantly and what you happen to see at that moment is black or darkness or something like that. It's just energy. With practice, you then will be able to see more and more than just black or dark energy. You can then learn to release the various junk images that have been stockpiled in your mind so that you would lighten up your mind, you know, in a lot of meditation teachers of old had talked about it in terms of emptying your mind. Well, that's that's part of emptying your mind is you got to get the junk mail out of your uh, inbox, <laughs> right? You delete junk mail every day. Yeah. So the less junk uh, pictures, the more you'll see what you would like to see, such as people's auras or the images they're looking at 
in their mind or chakras or, you know, spirit guides. So I love talking about this because another perspective that you can look at things um, from a clairvoyant viewpoint, if you will, is that you have heard many times me and other people use the phrase, we live in the dense physical reality, right? It's dense. And one of the things about being in density is that it's slower than higher density. So what I like to, how I like to look at, let's say our creative process, as well as our ability to see clairvoyantly what's going on is that we're living in a density where everything is happening in slow-mo. And if you don't know what that means, slow motion. (laughs) Slow motion. So we have a thought, and we put a thought out into the universe. Maybe even we're not aware of putting that thought out in the universe. And then a few days later, uh, whatever thought we put out is going to show up in some form or another. And if that thought was a negative thought towards someone else, you might end up with some not very nice people in your life throwing some kind of negative communication your way verbally. You know, it's uh, one person once said that whatever thought, negative thought, for instance, that we put out, picture that we put out, goes around the world seven times, picks up a lot of energy, and then just kind of hits us just the way it would hit the other person. And it does hit the other person as well. So this is a, I'm using this example because some of us are, Some people are very, very undisciplined with their thoughts. We all are guilty of this, so to speak, from time to time. But the thing that I found was developing clairvoyance, the ability to see even what thoughts you're putting out speeds things up a lot for you. Because a lot of times in that slow-mo mode that, that this density, let's say, encourages When we start to be able to be more aware, not only of what we put out in the world, but what we say to ourselves even, and we start to direct our thoughts and direct our uh, opinions in a way, we start to speed things up. So one of the things is that when you practice some of the things that we've been teaching all this time, such as grounding, being in the center of your head, Paying attention, you know, paying attention is really one of the first steps to clairvoyance. And some people will tell you, well, that's what con people do is they pay attention and, and they, they, they get you in, in your weak spots. But if you're the one paying attention and your, your intention is not to con other people, but to really know the truth, really know the truth about every motive that you have and whether you want to follow through with it. And these are looking at those pictures and also looking at the motives of other people who are interacting with you, then this starts to speed things up because you can access your, let's say, your higher intuition. Is this the path I want to go on? Do I want to follow this or do I want to say no and go in a different direction? And I say this is one of the things that speeds up our spiritual path very much. Yeah, and, and you know, like Raphael said, if if a, a a good con artist is a good con artist because they pay attention and they they are really picking up signs and and whatever from you if you're the target of their con 
But if you're paying attention even more than the con artist is paying attention, then you're going to really recognize very easily, oh, this person's scamming me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to include a little story that happened to me one time recently. Not recently. I think it was more like about five years ago when we were still living in Mount Shasta is I was in uh, the local drugstore picking up some supplies, uh, you know, toothpaste and that sort of thing. And I had to go by the area where people were waiting for their drugs. And it is a drugstore after all. And I noticed this guy with a little girl, and they seemed out of time, out of place. And the guy had a, a boulder cap on, which is an unusual uh, type of clothing. But they stood out like sore thumbs, and they screamed, both of them. The little girl was maybe 10 years old. We are con artists. <laughs> and everybody that was around them w- were completely asleep and did not see them. But I did. And I made a note of it. It's like, oh, there's a con guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a con guy in the in the CVS or whatever it was up there, pharmacy. And so I finished my shopping. I go out to my car. And it is my habit. The second I get into my car, I lock the doors. I'm female. It's just a habit you, you have, even in your uh, little town up in the mountains. And I was sitting there getting myself, getting my safety belt on and everything. And I hear something and I look over my shoulder and on the passenger side, but, but at the back seat side, the guy and the girl were trying to get into my car. <laughs> <laughs> they were checking it out to see if I, it was locked or not. And they didn't even see me looking at them, which was very surprising because con people are usually super hyper aware. <laughs> but as soon as I, I caught his eye finally... And I telepathed to him, you better get out of here. He he put his hands up like I was, you know, pointing a gun at him or something, <laughs> and he walked away. So that was really a funny experience because I could see that amongst all the people that were kind of half asleep in the store. And then somehow he trailed me out as, you know, a possible victim, but he didn't really see that I already had his number. <laughs> so that's it's a really good thing to have that kind of awareness. And, you know, everybody has their path. And, you know, if, if part of your path is being a victim to someone like that, it's a learning lesson. And thankfully, it was not a lesson I had to learn that day. Yeah. And, you know, since we're really starting to look at the relationship between truth, you know, getting being able to access your inner truth, Truth is always inside. You're not going to find truth out there in the world. Out there in the world, you'll get facts. And people often misinterpret facts uh, facts and truth. Facts and truth have nothing to do with each other, <laughs> actually. Facts is of this world. Truth is of spirit. Truth is within. Never changing, eternal, limitless. Facts are changing all the time, and it's part of the world. So the two don't really mix. But you got to know, oh, yeah, are we dealing with facts? If, if you're a journalist and, and you're writing a, you know investigative reporting story, you got to deal with facts because you're, you're writing about the world and it's all about the world. And, and there they might think in terms of I'm, I'm writing the truth. 
Well, it's it's true in relationship to this is, you know, my job and, and I'm I'm writing facts. It's all factual and I can prove it. So they're being true to themselves on that level. But that being true to themselves inside, that's that's they're in relationship to the truth inside. Whereas a journalist who's who's just interested in in grabbing the headline and getting the award and you know being famous and the whole bid, ah, they might not be have that integrity and they're not in relationship to the truth within themselves of what they're here to do as souls uh, to report. So just because a person's journalist, uh, it could be one way or the other way, or usually we're all still learning, so they're going to be combination going back and forth. Sometimes they get uh, sucked into the, the ego and, and want to do it for themselves, and other times they remember who they really are, the truth of themselves, and, and report that way. So let's say in prayer... The psychic ability is is just being able to be aware in whatever form. So clairvoyance is one form, which means you're looking inside, which is where it starts anyway. But you could also be hearing. It could be a, a hearing thing where clairaudiently you're listening to the response you get from spirit. So if you ask God, you can you can get a direct knowing from God, or you can you can hear one of your spirit guides representing the answer and and speaking to you in a language you can understand. And so when I pray, it's the answers come in multitude of different ways, but all using psychic abilities. We can talk a little more about that after the break. Well, we're coming up on our second break, so please take a moment to mark your calendars. We have a wonderful, wonderful event coming up on Saturday, November 12th and Sunday, November 13th. We are offering our special remote for Zoom class plus a bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event. And here is the title, Making Time for Eternity, Using Your Clairvoyance, Intuition, and Mediumship to Sing with Angels. The four two-hour Zoom classes will be on the following topics. Saturday, the first one, why wait? Know your answers now. Getting in sync with your intuitive knowingness. The second class for Saturday is winking with your all-seeing eye. Having clairvoyant fun seeing the truth. And then Sunday morning, network of angels using your psychic awareness to conduct your choir of angels. And then the afternoon class is Spirit Guides, Spirit Support, and Spirit Community, using your mediumship to lead spirit and solicit guidance. Plus, anyone who takes part in at least one of our Zoom classes during the weekend event can join us for our fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social on Sunday following that class. For the full write-up and details, Go or to sign up for it, go to our November calendar section, michaeltamora.com, or call our office at 530-926-2650 weekdays during business hours specific time. We'll be back in a flash and we'll continue with truth, prayer, and your psychic abilities. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. 
Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. We've been exploring how truth, prayer, and your psychic abilities are essential for you to progress on your spiritual path and live a fulfilling life. In fact, you really can't live without them. So let's see what else we can learn about them. Yeah, the relationship between truth, prayer, and psychic abilities is is so intimate, so connected. Because in my entire life experience, anytime I was seeking the truth about something, I'm praying, aren't I? Because I'm asking for it. I'm, I'm seeking it. I'm going, okay, I would like to know the truth about this. I would like to know the truth, you know, even on a relative level of truth, not the ultimate truth, but the relative truth of something's going on, is this true? You know, or, or what decision do I make that's true to who I truly am rather than just, you know, randomly or, or just because I feel like it or whatever. Ah, okay. So I'd like to be on, on purpose, stay on purpose. And so then when I'm asking for it, it's, it's just sometimes I ask for it in deep prayer but other times, I'm, I could be walking down the street or driving or something, and I go, oh, yeah, I need, to, I need to find this out. So whenever you think like that, you're asking for an answer, aren't you? You're asking for the truth. And so then once you ask, and, and, and how are you asking for that truth? How are you asking for the answer or solution to a problem you're asking inward to spirit. So you can, you can consciously you know, ask God or you can ask spirit 
or whatever. But you, you could ask your higher self as spirit. Whatever way you think about it doesn't really make that much of a difference other than you're aware. You're turning inward. You're turning a, your awareness inward. You're, you're not going out to the world saying, hey, you know, let's put it in the Google search engine <laughs> and see what pops up. Oh, in fact, we'll talk about that next week. Next week. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but you're looking inward uh, into your own beingness, your own essence, and putting that request in there. And then, just like what Raphael was saying earlier today uh, on the show, is is you got to pay attention. Well, we, we gave examples of paying attention to where people are at and what's around in your surroundings and everything on a psychic level, but you got to pay attention inwardly in relationship to prayer and, and finding the truth and getting answers and all that stuff. So you're once you put that thought, that decision, that prayer inward to spirit on a psychic level, intuitive level, if you will, then you got to pay attention inwardly to see when the answer pops up. And inwardly means, doesn't mean you you close your eyes and, and don't look at the world or not be aware of the world around you. No, you go through your whole day just like normal. But because the answer will, the reminder and the answer will pop up in the world as well. Sometimes You'll, you'll look up all of a sudden and you see a big billboard and there's a word on the billboard or image on the billboard that reminds you, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're tuned inward and there's the answer staring you right in your face clairvoyantly. It's, it's not physical visual uh, vis- vision, but it's you, the, maybe it started with looking at that billboard, but you went inside. And once you went inside clairvoyantly, you're seeing the answer, you're seeing what you need to do, you're seeing what the truth of the matter is, or whatever. And you go, you have that aha moment. <laughs> and that's all using your clairvoyant ability or your sight. So for some of you, you don't see it as much as you know it, or you feel it inside. So it's like, ding, you know, the bell rings and you go, whoa, that's it. Or you hear a voice <clears throat> or you or you know, a, there's a thought inside of your head. And and you go, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, I was also going to talk a little bit about this because sometimes the answers to our prayers seem kind of elusive. And um, our prayers are even, you know, uh, one form of prayer is, have you ever done this? I wonder if, fill in the blank. I wonder why, fill in the blank. When people just are thinking randomly about something that happened. Why does that happen? And a lot of times the answer comes in the form of seeing, witnessing, or experiencing that thing all over again. So that, remember, we're in slow-mo here. Hmm. Everything's slow-mo. So it comes, and you get to see it forming once again. And you can use your intuition. Once Once you recognize that, you go, oh, this is the answer to my wondering if or wondering why, because I'm having that experience again. Some of you experience this in your relationships. Why do I keep attracting the same <laughs> guy or woman <clears throat> every single time, same kind? And 
when you put that out there, you get the answer through experiencing it again, rather than going within and asking yourself, what am, how am I creating this? And rather than putting it out in the world, why, you know, why me? You know, when you put it out in the world or put it out into the, to the ethers, it's going to come back as some kind of answer. Now, one of the things I recognize as an answer to some of those kind of questions I put out, or even uh, when I'm going through, and many of you have been through this, a massive what we call a growth period. That's growth, G-R-O-W-T-H. We sometimes lovingly call it a gross period because sometimes it feels kind of gross when you're going through it, just (laughs) like that chrysalis, right? But when I'm going through a growth period and I'm not quite certain where I'm heading and what's going on and, and I feel like that much in the chrysalis, what will happen sometimes, and this has happened to me so many times, now I'm a bookseller, well I was at least when we were doing events out in the world, which we're going to start doing next year. So I love books and one of the things that will happen is I will get three random people who don't know each other in some kind of communication with me that will all recommend the same book to me. And to me, when it's if one time, okay, yeah, that's interesting. Two times, mm-hmm, I'm paying attention now. Three times, I know this is spirit answering something to me about what I'm going through or what I need to know for my next steps. It has happened so many times, and it's been it's sort of magical when it does, because when you recognize it, it's like, this is how spirit speaks to me. It's like through the, uh, out of the mouth of babes, right? People are, in a way, very innocent when they're, I, I read this book. I read this book, and I love it, and I think you should read it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But I make a note of it because I know if I hear it three times, it's going to be an important answer for me, and it always is. Never has not been. The other thing is what Michael was talking about is when an image or a word or something like that shows up frequently, like an unusual word, like something like get some rest. (laughs) You need rest. If you randomly come across that or it it just keeps piling into you from various sources, pay attention. Somebody's telling you something you need to hear that's going to be good for you. It's never on the positive end if it's ever going to hurt you or someone else, by the way. So this is, Michael was saying, this is uh, our psychic abilities, our various psychic abilities are where we experience the results of our prayers. And, And the use of our intuition, in a sense, is how, and going within is how our powerful prayers are made. When we, when we, direct it to God rather than going within first, we're not really being clear about what we want. For instance, for someone who's desperately wants that relationship with that person who's not interested in you, and the answer you get is dead silence. Oftentimes, that's a big, clear no, because there's something better for you. And sometimes you need to practice letting go of being fixated on that person so you can be open to what spirit really has planned for you. Yeah, definitely God is not an intellectual. (laughs) (laughs) And by that I mean God doesn't use word. See, we're, how do I say this? 
God is beyond time and space. You have to be in time and space in this world of time and space to use words because, oh, yeah, what you're hearing me uh, over the radio, uh, you know, the speaker and everything is you're, you're hearing me talk in words, uh, one word after another. I can't say all the words of a paragraph at once, <laughs> but I know all that at once, right? But then in order to communicate that in this world to you in time and space, I have to speak words in the right order or else you won't understand what I'm saying. So yet God or spirit is not in time and space, is out of time. It's, it's eternal, infinite. So there's no order of things. There's no communication as we know it here. We, there's no talk. And so it's instant. And, and so then, when we get the answer, we have that answer in an instant in spirit, but it's up to us to bring it down through our psychic abilities. We have to bring it down to earth, down to our body level of time and space, and we're the ones who interpret it as, and if somebody says, well, what was the answer? A lot of times, immediately, you won't know. You go, you know what the answer is, but you don't know how to tell somebody because you haven't had the chance to bring it down to earth into a, a sentence, into words. And so then, once you have the time to integrate that, then you'll find a way to symbolically express what you know in an instant so that you can share it with other people. And, and usually we do that by talking and we put words one after the other in a time and orderly sequence of space so that people could understand what we're talking about. But it's, not, it's ne never exact. It's just a representation of our experience. So, so when we pray in, in a way such as like the very common uh, Lord's Prayer that you know, pretty much most Christians know, ah, there's a line, uh, give us this day our daily bread. If you really, you're, you're praying on that level, give us this day our daily bread. Okay. What does that do? The response is immediate, but it takes a few minutes or a little time for it to sink into your bodily experience and your, your more uh, time and space part of your mind. But you'll notice, whoa. I'm more present. Yeah, this day. It's not give us for the next 10, 10 days <laughs> or a 10-day plan, <laughs> right? It's right here, right now. What is it that is important? And you start to get the answer. Well, we're just about at the end of our show today. Wish we had more time. There's so much to say about all this. We're glad that you joined us for this episode, and we hope that it offered you much inspiration and insight into waking up more to your true inner self. Be sure to join us next Wednesday as we continue to explore the overall theme for this new season, Your Psychic Abilities, How God Answers Your Prayers, with our next episode on, I think you're going to like this title, Your Psychic Abilities, Better Than Google or YouTube. Tune in to find out about what your psychic abilities have to do with your true education, spiritual awakening, and understanding. 
Remember, too, to join us for your Hello Sets the Course, Energy Work for Creating Purposeful Communication, our next teleclass in our ongoing series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think, on Saturday, that's this Saturday, November 5th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific Time. You can check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.